Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Paul, you're a cool dude, man. I'm reading from Romans 8, verses 1 through 4. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the Spirit who gives life has set you free from the law of sin and death. For what the law was powerless to do because it was weakened by the flesh, God did by sending his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh to be a sin offering. And so he condemned sin in the flesh in order that the righteous requirement of the law might be fully met in us, who do not live according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. I'm going to ask you to share this message with any real red-blooded guy you know, and your lady friends too, because today we are sharing the message of hope, a message that all of us need to hear and understand. Let me not beat around the bush, because we ain't got time to do that. Many believers struggle with sin, and particularly the sex-related sins. Let's face it, you see it all over the media. It is talked about among church folk. It is the hot topic sermons by preachers. It is the issue that attracts the harshest and most widely used form of church discipline. Paul jumps into the discussion. Paul listens, and after a while, he opens his sanctified mouth, and he just silences the debate. This is what we're dealing with. You, my brother, you, my sister, was not born a follower of Christ. You are a flesh and blood package, and your DNA is a sinful nature. This sinful nature influences you to sin, okay? You know what I'm talking about. Lies, stealing, backstabbing, disobedience, and then the big ones such as fornication. Do kids use that word today? And for the grown-ups, it's called adultery. Oh, that is not even an issue in the popular movies. I don't need to go on because if you are honest, you can identify. You or someone you know struggles with the sex issue. So what happens when you get converted and you are now a follower of Christ? Our friend Paul hears a bunch of guys talking about the struggles they have. They want to not do it, but they end up doing it. When they try not to do it, it is really hard. And when they do it, they feel really bad. After a while, these good fellows just give up because it seems to be a never-ending struggle. They stay away from the sex sin for a while and they feel they are finally winning. And then a thought, a flashback, a scene in a movie, a conversation among friends, something just plunges a dude back where a part of him wants to go, but the God side of him feels bad when it happens. So, Paul... You sit up here and you hear our business, huh? You be listening to our struggles all this time, but what do you have to say? Guys, all of this comes down to two competing laws. The law of sin and death versus the law of the spirit. You are here beating up yourself thinking you are a failure and that you must be a bad person. You're not alone, my friend. Here's something Holy Spirit had me write in. Romans 7. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Come with me, let us talk about it. First of all, if you're a follower of Jesus, then you have been delivered from the law of sin and death. Let that sink into your system. You are delivered from 
from the law of sin and death. That law that the enemy offers for you to condemn yourself and see yourself as a failure every time you do that sin thing. The good news is that because you are now in Christ, there is a new sheriff in town, the Holy Spirit, and he brings with him a new constitution called the law of the spirit. And this law, my friend, brings you into victorious life. You see, the problem is that when you gave your life to Jesus, the law of sin and death, that propensity to sin did not go away permanently. It lingered in your mind because you are still human and you still live in this world. So now you're caught up in this struggle. I don't want to do it, but I end up doing it. The law of the Spirit does not condemn you. Rather, the law of the Spirit equips you to not ignore the existence of sin in your world, but you are now empowered on an ongoing basis to simply say no and live in that realm of saying no to sin. Here's what I told Timothy, who had his own real-life struggles with sin. Flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. You get it? Once you recognize evil desires, run away from it and run in the direction of righteousness, faith, love, and peace. Does that make sense? Well, my brother James gives the following instructions. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Ah, you're getting it now. It is not just you thinking you're a hopeless sinning machine. The devil is on your case like white on rice, but you have power, Holy Spirit power, which tells you what to do when those really good looking ideas and possibilities called temptations come your way. This is the last thing I want to say to you, found in Romans 12 and verse 2. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you'll fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. <laughs> if today's message was helpful, my friend, share your story with me through email at friendofclyde@gmail.com. at gmail.com.